When you think about your ideal day, how do you want to feel? What does good feel like to you? And I'm not talking amazing, spectacular, having the best day of your life, having a once in a lifetime moment. Those are incredible, but those are not the most of life. Our day-to-day average feeling good. Say, for example, to be able to wake up without aches or pains. How freeing it is to be able to do physical activity without limitation. What about being excited for the day ahead, opposed to consume by worry and dread? What does good feel like to you? In this episode, we're going to get into it. What does it feel like for you? And how can you create more of that good feeling in your day-to-day? Because we're done living on autopilot. We're done dreading hearing that alarm in the morning. We're done holding ourselves back by physical, mental, emotional limitations that don't need to be there. The ones that are within our control to change. Let's do this. Welcome back to Well With Michelle where we find a holistic approach to habits and discipline. It kills me when I see hardworking humans going after their desires without seeing those epic results. Let's shift that scrambled, rushed, and overwhelmed day into effective action to get the thing done. We have big dreams and we plan to accomplish them in this community, while we also make space for all of life's little joys. Come on, friend, let's grow. Hey. It's Wednesday. How do we feel about that? Are we midway through our weeks and going, yes, I'm crushing it. I love what I do. I have hiccups. I have bad moments. But overall, mm -hmm, life is working out in my favor. I am creating a life that feels good. Or are we on the flip side of, oh my God, it's only Wednesday. Someone save me from this sweet, sweet hell. Make this week end. And that's the norm. That's how you feel week after week after week. You wake up with the back pain. We do nothing about the back pain. You wake up with the headache. We do nothing about the headache. We wake up with needing to communicate things to others. We say nothing and let it fester inside of us. There is a big difference between feeling fine and good. And overall, In the world, lots of people are scraping through it fine. They don't even remember what good feels like anymore. What it feels like to be energized when you wake up. What it feels like to be excited to go after your day. To be optimistic that what's coming your way is going to be incredible. How about the feeling of being in control and on top of your life? And that doesn't mean micro-controlling every moment, but... It does mean being aware of what you need to get done in the day, what you need to prioritize, what things are okay to let slide because really it's not that important. I've collected from my clients a selection of things that have hold them back, the parts of resistance in their life that are keeping them from feeling good, and I've combined them into a few main points. And I want to see which of these ones hit for you so that you can start to pinpoint the resistance in your life and start to make change from this episode moving forward. Because my friend, you deserve to feel good. 
This life is not supposed to be just this endless slog of work and suffering. I know it's tough out there right now. I know inflation is insane. I know people are struggling to make ends meet. And, and there's so much good out there too. Yes, we need to be realistic and focus on some of the chaos that's happening because we need to be able to manage our own world with it. And at the same time, there's parts of your world that you're suffering in and you don't need to be. You can start today making these micro changes so that you are more in love with your life than you currently are. There's still going to be the shit moments. There's still going to be the moments where you just want to throw everything in and give up. But what if failing good meant instead of having those moments last for days on end, they were just a quick 10 minutes and you were able to change the narrative because you had a toolbox full of items of how to change it in the moment. That's what this episode is about. So let's start from point one of an ability to manage and minimize anxiety. Think about that for a second. If you are someone that suffers from anxiety and you could put some tactics into place to remove yourself from being in this constant anxious state, can you imagine how good you would feel? You would feel that weight lift off your chest. All of a sudden, you'd be able to breathe so much deeper. You'd be able to focus on the task at hand because you're not distracted. What if you started building a toolbox of things? Like staying off your phone for the first hour and last hour of the day. Skipping caffeine before eating. What about labeling those anxious thoughts? Instead of using the language, I am anxious, you instead say, I'm feeling anxious. Feeling anxious because of X. Labeling that emotion and allowing yourself to detach from the emotion itself. Another beautiful way to work through anxiety is to just brain dump. When you're having moments, I know a couple of my clients tend to wake up in the middle of the night feeling very anxious and they can't get back to sleep. So they leave the bedroom. That's a key thing. If you're struggling to sleep, leave the bedroom and allow yourself some space to come back to a relaxed state and go to sleep. That's a side note for uh, benefiting your sleep. But if you're feeling that anxiety attack, come on, go out, get a journal, a piece of paper, don't use your phone, and just brain dump all of your thoughts. Seeing it on paper makes the problem or the anxiety feel much smaller. Imagine what it would feel like to have this endless toolbox of ways that you can manage your anxiety. Can you imagine the difference in your day if it was less filled with anxiety? Give it a thought. Okay, the next item for feeling good, the areas that I see my clients struggle most, and I'm sure you can resonate with this, is when you are energized from deep sleep and nourishing foods. So there's a couple of factors to this. Let's talk about deep sleep. If you've been part of the community for a while now, you know how much I value sleep. If you follow me over on Styles Coaching on Instagram, you will see lots about it. When it comes to sleep, Sleep is not all created equal, of course. We've all heard that number, that seven to nine hours of night, which is absolutely still accurate. It'll range for the human, but all humans are mostly within that seven to nine hours. And then, how are we affecting our sleep when we go to sleep? Are we drinking alcohol within six hours of going to sleep? Are we drinking caffeine within 10 hours of going to sleep? 
Do we have bright artificial lights on before we go to sleep? Are we on our phones right until bed as opposed to leaving that one hour gap, ideally two, if you can? Are we going out first thing in the morning and getting direct natural light in our eye to set our circadian rhythm? There are endless things that we can do for our sleep. How about having your bedroom at 17 degrees Celsius? What about having it nice and dark in there? You could either use blackout curtains or a, uh, what are those called? An eye shade, a window. What What am I trying to say? Oh my goodness. A eye pillow, an eye cover. What is the actual name of those? You know what I'm talking about. Those eye masks. There we go. An eye mask. Um, having a fan if it's warm in there. Having enough warm blankets on you. Making sure that the pillow that you are sleeping on is supporting your neck and your sleeping style. Whether you sleep on your tummy, your back, your side. All of these things really add up to that deep night's sleep. Of course, we go through cycles. We've all heard about this. As we sleep, the first couple, you're not in as deep a sleep. Then you go into your deepest states of sleep, and then you finish off the cycle in the REM sleep. While we sleep, we've got our system that clears out our brains. It clears out our emotions. And I think, believe it was Dr. Andrew Huberman who described it like this. So think of it as a, you know, a pressure cooker and all the adenosine builds up in our brain over the day. And in order for us to release all that pressure, we need to get enough adequate deep sleep. So if we aren't either hitting those deep sleep cycles within our cycle, which alcohol and caffeine will hinder you going into those deep sleeps, or you're not sleeping long enough, by the time you wake up in the morning, it's like a pressure cooker that has only partway emptied. So you're starting your day partway under pressure already. That is exactly what you do not want. So be mindful that it's not just, oh, I feel okay. I woke up after five hours. I feel fine. I can get by. This is the most common said thing. And there has been studies done that 99.99% of people are negatively affected by lack of sleep. So if you think you are the one person who is not affected by lack of sleep, my friend, I say this with so much love, you are not that person. Go to bed. I love you. Okay. All right. I got in a bit of sleep tangent. I'm very passionate about sleep. And this next one I'm very passionate about as well, nourishing foods. I have a background in natural nutrition. That's what I've studied in. And I'm okay. What I'm about to share with you is my personal journey. I'm not saying this is what you need. I'm saying we don't realize how good we can feel. So I was a born and raised vegetarian and I loved it. And I've always felt very well. My parents, especially my mom, took very good care in feeding us, was very aware of maintaining a healthful diet, a balanced diet, all of that good stuff. So I'm very, very grateful for that upbringing because I was able to bring it into my adult years. Then as an adult, I developed an interest in nutrition, so I continued to learn about it on my own through studying. After being vegetarian for the first 19 years of my life, I made the personal choice to go vegan. That's what felt right for me. When I made that swap, I couldn't believe the energy and the level of wellness I felt within me because that specific way of eating and living was right for me and my body. I thought I felt amazing being vegetarian and then I went vegan and oh my 
God, my skin was glowing. I've always had fine skin, but it was glowing now. I had so much energy. My head felt so clear. And I'm not saying that you need to do the vegan thing. I'm not saying anything because anyone who's telling you how you should feed and fuel your body, mm -mm. you've got to make that choice for yourself. And the only way you can make that choice for yourself is one, working with a certified dietitian. Or two, because obviously working with a dietitian is well worth it, but also extremely expensive and out of a lot of people's reach, is practice with yourself. Try eliminating foods for a while. Record how you feel. Try adding foods for a while. Record how you feel. Simply record what you are eating right now and then record how you feel after. Do you feel energized? Do you feel lethargic? Are two hours later you starving again? Are you having trouble processing it? How about making a bit of a game of it and every single time you go to the grocery store, you buy one new vegetable that you've never cooked with and then go home and Google a recipe. Walk down the international aisle at the grocery store and see what cool things you can find. I'm telling you, nourishing your body doesn't have to be boring and it doesn't have to be complex either, but you are going to know this a massive difference when you start getting a full range of micronutrients. Set a goal for yourself of how many different plants you're going to eat in a day. Now remember, plants include nuts and your seeds, your beans, legumes, obviously all your fruits, your vegetables, berries, anything like that. And see how many you can get in a day. I know personally my goal is 30. That's something I've worked up to. And I'm sure your first thought is, oh my God, how do you get 30 plants in every single day? Instead of adding just red peppers to your salad, Cut up red peppers and spring onions, sprinkle a couple of pumpkin seeds on there, throw a handful of kidney beans on there. All of a sudden, instead of just one, you get to five. This is something called nutrient stacking. It's so easy to just, you know, do just broccoli or just chicken and that's fine. But what if you zazzed it up a bit with sprinkling some seeds or sprinkling a couple of different vegetables in there? You're trying that new vegetable from the grocery store you picked up on the side. Change it up. These micronutrients within your body are going to make a massive difference in your overall energy and, of course, in your health. This is feeling good day to day because then you see yourself taking these actions. And these actions lead me to my next point of confidence in who you are as a person. Instead of outsourcing every decision, instead of always looking away and thinking, oh, should I do this? Oh, I should check with my sister. Oh, maybe I'll run it by my friend. Oh, maybe I'll just quickly check in my with my boss. What if you just started trusting yourself? And obviously that is so much easier said than done. But we practice it by taking micro actions. Micro actions like instead of letting everyone else always decide where you go for lunch, you make the decision. Say, hey, listen, what I really want today is spaghetti. And you start to build that confidence that you can trust your decisions because it's not scary to decide if you want spaghetti or Thai food, right? Do you feel this momentum starting to build now? You're starting to be able to manage your anxiety. It doesn't mean you aren't still anxious sometimes, but you are able to manage it. 
And now you've got that momentum going further because you're sleeping better because you're less anxious. You're getting deeper sleeps because you've quit these habits that are not serving you like the caffeine and the alcohol and the blue light right before bed. When you're rested, you've had that deep sleep and you are less craving of those quick hits of energy like sugars. Stop blaming yourself for always going for the crap food when you haven't given yourself a foundation to be successful in the day. When you've had a deep sleep, you're going to make such better food choices. It's not going to be, a, oh, I can only eat salad. Oh, I need to stay away from carbs. Any of that bullshit. It's a Right now, what I'm craving is a nutritionally balanced, dense meal. You see how this momentum gets going? Now, you've got this momentum going and you've got that confidence in now. And you're feeling yourself. And you're standing up a little straighter. And you've got that skin glow going on. And you're looking up more because you're not scared. And you're not looking down at your feet because the anxiety is crippling you from the inside out. And now you begin to trust yourself. How good would it feel to trust yourself, the decisions you're making out in this world, that you are enough as a human, that the decisions you are making are rooted in your values, so they are right for you and you right now. How does this feel? Do you feel your energy changing when you hear about these kinds of things? Now you're in line with your values, your body's feeling good, your mind's feeling clear, you're feeling energized, you're feeling confident, you're taking actions. And those actions that you're taking, you feel in control of them. Because you've ditched this hustle, this autopilot, and instead you are making conscious decisions of what your 20% are every day. It's no longer just, oh, I do everything. I take it all on. I just add it to my to-do list. Instead, now you're looking at your to-do list and saying, you know what? That birthday party of that friend of a friend, I hope they have a wonderful time. And I don't care. I don't want to be there. You know what I want to do? Is spend some quality time with my partner. Or you know what I want to do? Loaf on the couch because I'm tired. Choosing what is actually going to move the needle in your life. Stop worrying about society's should-dos. What if you had that, that confidence and that trust in yourself to stop worrying so much about what other people thought of your actions? How good would that feel? Would that not feel like the weight, big backpack of judgment just got pulled right off of your back? We're not going to live in delusion. We're always going to care what people think. But what's more important is that we learn to care what we think more. Because we know who we are. So when we develop these values, these practices, these habits that are in line with the intentional human being we choose to show up every day in this world as, then we can act more confidently. Because we're not winging it. It's not willy-nilly. You woke up today and you did your gratitude practice. You set your intention for the day and you made the conscious decision that, yeah, this is who I'm going to be. And this is important to me because I want to feel good. What do you think? Are you done settling for average? Are you done sitting at that consistent five or six Because you're scared to go after 10 
out of a fear you might fall to a one? Buddy, this life, it's not worth it. It's not worth wasting your precious time being in this constant, I'm fine state. I am telling you, it can be so much better. You can feel so much better. But something's got to change. Because nothing changes if nothing changes. I'm going to leave you there for today. This is what I coach on. I remind people how good it feels to feel good. Because I came from a personal place of realizing that I was nowhere close to where I could be. And I'm nowhere close to being finished either. Things are still just going up. Of course, things don't go straight up. Things are not linear. They go up and gently down and up and gently down. And that's normal. That's life. But the general projection of your life should be up, should be feeling good. And if you're going through it right now, I don't want to dismiss you for a second. Sometimes we're in really shit stages of life and that's fair. And you can get through it and you can increase and go up and continue that upward trend in your life. And if you are sitting at that five, like most of my clients are going, well, nothing's really bad, but nothing's really great. Same goes for you. Why are you just settling for a five when you could be at that eight, that nine? You deserve it, my friend. And I hope you go after it. Talk to you next week. My friend, thanks so much for sticking around. You know when you really, really want something? Whether it's the healthy body, the business that fills your passion and allows flexibility in life, more ease and control in your day-to-day, you're taking the action without seeing the results. This is because consciously, you absolutely want the thing. Subconsciously, your mind is rerouting you back to the action you have always taken, which is getting you the same old results. Right as you're falling asleep or waking up is your most powerful way to access that subconscious mind. This is something called the theta state. Listening to subliminals is a powerful way to reprogram the subconscious mind while you're in this state. All you have to do with these subliminals is press play and go to sleep. I like to think of it kind of like a protein shake. While a protein shake is absolutely not required to reach your goals, it makes it a hell of a lot easier. Same with subliminals. It's a no extra time to get closer to your goals and your dreams faster, to reroute that old programming and start to build an irresistible life. Click the link in my bio for more.